We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, written by Mildura Living Magazine. Spring issue out now. And it is out now. It is. Actually, I've got to change that intro. The, I mean, the spring issue is out, oh, is but summer. it's the summer issue is out this week. We really do lovely. need to change that. It is. It's beautiful. That's Nick and Tracy's house on the front cover. Co- uh, Catus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that Isn't inc- that Christmas tree? Yes. 14 feet tall. Nick, have a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> I don't think Nick's had much to do with that, I'll be honest. That would be Tracy. <laughs> That's literally twice the size of Nick. Oh, it'd be three times the size of Nick, I would have thought. <laughs> sorry, Poor Nick. Nick. Oh, no. Well, I'm not sorry. Yeah, sorry, anyway. not sorry. Hashtag. Um, how are you, Charlie? Uh, good. It's been a while a since bit we've out, had you. Are you? Yeah. Are you busy this time of year, dear? Oh, no. I've been just doing a bit of exercise. <laughs> Doesn't agree with me. <laughs> what kind of exercise have you been doing? Uh, the, you know the cardio boxing classes. Yeah, like yeah. boxer size. Yeah, <laughs> they're good. They're interesting. I I love, I'm a massive boxing. I like I'm a bit of a boxing purist, but I enjoy boxing. It's the best form of fitness yeah. I reckon you can get. Yeah, it yeah, is, but I'm yeah. sore. Yeah, well I bet and you are. A bit tired. Oh, you poor. Dog. And I went there on Monday. <laughs> Wait, it's Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm psyching God. myself up for Friday. <gasps> oh, speaking of Friday, are you coming to the Christmas carnival in Robinvale? Uh, maybe. I've got to pick up my car at some stage. At, so from Ben's? Yeah. Why? Oh, is it being uh, serviced? I took it down for service and then I uh, had to come back. Well, Did actually, he give you the AU to come back in? No. <laughs> so, oh, bugger. Oh, no. So, actually, uh, I didn't take it down. Uh, someone took it down for me and Ben was nice enough to give them a ranger. For me to drive around. Really? Yeah. Wow, you are spoiled. Yeah. What kind of ranger? A wild track. Is it the oh it's the wild track the white one. loan? Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. That's not the one that beat Phil, is it? No, because mm, he no. sold that. That sold pretty quickly when people learnt that it had beaten Phil Lamartina twice. <laughs> God. <laughs> well it has. What's mm. the button on your cap? What is that? Can you read it? Stay two meters away from me at all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're really taking safety to a new level, aren't you? Jeez. No, one of my mates from the UK uh, has a mate that makes these funny buttons. Okay. What's funny about that? It's all right. I probably didn't read it. I'm I'm blind. It's, I can't it's know. Just, it's, well, it says to stay, what is it, two metres away, whatever mm. it is. But uh, regardless... What? Like, regardless of COVID, just stay Oh, through. just stay away yeah. from... Okay, yeah. right. Well, if you're two metres <laughs> away, then you're not going to be able to read it. Well, I can't read it. And I'm only a metre away from you right now. Um, yeah, so Christmas Carnival is coming up. The cricketers had a good win last weekend against Mercer Ridge. Yeah, they are. They're undefeated at another, home. This week's another home game? And this week's another home game, yeah. When's the last one? Uh, the week following. Let me just get my – it's in my diary because things have to be in my diary or I don't show up. Um, so the they play – this week they play – I haven't got it in my diary this week. Um, next week is cricket at Tempe. That's away. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, so they must be back to the start because Tempe was their first game. No, it was no, their the second, second game. game. Mm. So, And that's their last one, the 18th, obviously. Then they're back on the 8th to play Cardross at home. Of January. Yes. And also that's not much of a break. No, it's not really, is it? Jeez. And also on the eighth, for Steve Bowden. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 
more time to recover. <laughs> they really should, yes. But Steve was also telling me this morning, Steve Bowden was telling me that um, that's also the Swan Hill Flyers because he's playing CBL for Swan Hill. Yeah. That's their next home game, the 8th of January as well. Huh. So, yeah, lots of things going on. Good times. Mm, great times. Um, yes. Are you going to mention something hard? <laughs> No? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about it. We can't talk about the result, though. Mm. But you can probably hear from the smile in my face that it was a good result. Yeah, she mm. come last. She was knocked out first. <laughs> I was not. And that, you know what? Every time I go on a quiz show, that's that's my aim. My first aim is just don't go out last because how embarrassing. Well, first. First, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but nice little guest spot. Who? We were For lucky me. that day. No, well, yeah, you in the audience. <laughs> oh, for viewers out there or listeners, mm. uh, when, but viewers <laughs> yeah. of Hard Quiz. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. When yep. you watch the Leno and Woodley one, mm. um, you'll probably see me in the audience. <laughs> yeah, you probably will, and your big was, head yeah. in front of Frank, Frank Woodley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, that will be out next week, but we'll uh, not next week, next year. Mm. But we'll tell every, we'll keep everyone informed because the producers contacted me on Monday again yeah. to say congratulations and others come third. Yeah, are these <laughs> details correct? And um, yeah, we'll let you know when it when it airs. Oh, it's nice of them. So that yeah, it's it's very nice of them. So we'll keep you informed. But that was one of the better quiz shows I've been a part of. Yeah, and I've been a part of a few now. Um, I was surprised how slow it went. If that makes sense. Oh, that was quick. Because yeah, that was a well, quick process. when you watch the actual mm. show, it yeah. goes bang, 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 bang. But mm. um, I felt like it was. Uh, Yeah, so that was probably one of the – and I said this to Paul, the producer. um, It was one of the most organised, well-oiled machines that I've been part of. Some of them – Oh, my – yeah. But, like, some of the ones from other networks and some of the the less fun – the last most recent one compared to that took forever. And it was only a new show, so I guess their processes hadn't been really nailed in yet. But it was six hours for a one-hour episode. It was a long day. Yeah. And that one was like I was in at half past one and what time we get out? Six o'clock? Oh, yeah, no, 5.30. Yeah, 5.30. It was pretty quick. Wasn't that so, bad. Um, and I got to play the countdown piano. Where? So, you know, in the – I don't know which way you went in, but you go up to level two – and the white baby grand, and I love white baby uh, grand no, we didn't pianos. go upstairs, we just went. Okay. So when, we had our own dressing rooms and everything. Huh. But just outside of the dressing rooms, just across from Mr Gleason's dressing room, was the white baby grand countdown piano that still had the countdown stuff around. And I, we were sitting there, you know, hurry up and wait. So I went, oh, bugger it, I'm just going to go over and play the piano. Did so it get I did. kicked out? No, no, I had, you know, all the other contestants sort of crowded around. I went, oh. Sang song. Good for you. <laughs> no, well. I play an instrumental. Oh. Smashing Pumpkins is always my default when I sit at a piano, which is which odd. One? Melancholy in the Infinite Sadness. Oh. Mm. I'm going to say Disarm would be good. They can sing along to that. Yeah, but it's. The, I don't think it has a very yeah, good piano line. The start of it. Oh, yeah, I suppose it does. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> I'd need a string on. So- anyway, yes. Um, so, yeah, well, I'll keep you informed as of that. What else has been happening with you? Or should we get straight into talk? You know who was in here before you came here? Who? Ash Felvo. Uh, so, no. what do you mean, which one? Oh, only one. The, What's she doing now? She's been at the hospital, isn't she? No, she was. She shifted again. She shifted again. She working here. Let's go and find out oh, what she's geez. doing. Can't wait to listen to this. <laughs> Nothing like an impromptu chat because someone walks in and I go, oh, you should come on the pod. And they go, okay. 
Ash Falvo, how are you? Good, Jade. How are you? You did not get ambushed. Let's turn that around. Um, What are you doing with yourself these days? Plenty. (laughs) Probably too much, to be honest. There's a lot going on. Really? Mm. Really too much? No, not too much. Rubbish. I like to keep busy. Yeah. um, How is Bub? He's so good. He's good. He's not really a bub anymore. No. He's a big boy. Is he two yet? He's turning two in March. Oh. I know. Wow. Where did that go? COVID. Oh, yeah. I suppose it did. Yeah. yeah it did. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, people would obviously in Robinvale obviously know you because, first of all, you're a Felvo. Yes. Um, second of all, you lived and worked and was schooled in Robinvale for, well, only up until Pretty recently, really. Yeah, I um, I think I moved to Mordura at about twenty five. Was about twenty five. How old are you now? I don't really want to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I will be thirty five in March. Will you really? I will. Thirty five. Yes. Gee whiz, I would have said maybe still twenty five. You don't oh, look like you've aged that much. Bless your cotton socks. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I have got cotton <laughs> socks on too. Um, but so that when I first moved, okay, that makes sense because when mm. I first moved to Robinvale, you were at the Robinvale Employment Hub. Correct. Back then. Yes. With Frank Rees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with council, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so it's all coming together now. Since then, you've been at the Sunny Daily. I have. And then you left there. Was that pre-COVID? I left. Well, I went on maternity leave. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and I had Joseph in March 2020. Mm. I went back to the daily after 12 months of maternity leave mm-hmm. in April of this year. Um, and then I got a couple of – I just sort of – I went through a phase where there was just employment opportunities and writing opportunities just kind of coming my way. Um, and I wanted a little bit more flexibility. So I finished up at the Daily and I took on a freelance role um, with Jacinta and Terry Gange. Oh, yeah, great. So I do that for them for News Alert PR on Fridays. Yep. And now Tuesdays and Wednesdays I am with the Muldura Weekly. Only Tuesdays and Thursdays? Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, And you're also writing for Mildura Living, which is where I find you today. Indeed, mm. yes. I am also freelancing for Mildura Living. So technically there's three jobs. Wow. <laughs> That's great though. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I've been so lucky to have these opportunities come my way, mm. to be honest. Writing is what I love to do. Um, it's where my passion is. And Are you a trained writer? I'm not. You're not? No, I don't. Oh, no. You just do it. I've always loved it. I've yeah. always had a really, really strong love for English and writing and mm. um, always wondered whether I could make a career out of it but just never really did anything about it because mm. I didn't have the formal training and I was mm. like, oh, I'm too old to go to uni, like I don't want to, you know. But um, the Sunny Daily took a chance mm. on me. They did and with no writing experience um, – I landed myself in their newsroom. Yeah. And that's where it started. That's pretty awesome, isn't yeah, it? I yeah. I was very lucky. That happens though, especially with um, regional and rural news outlets. Yeah. Um, they have to kind of take a chance on a kid with a hope and a dream so and true. hope that it works out. That's how I got into radio. Right. Gatto, yeah. Gatto took a chance on a 17-year-old kid and went, eh, we'll put you on a traineeship. Yep. Mm. Media is really interesting, um, especially in regional communities. So much of it is about who you know. Yep. Um, and That's I, not just regional media. That's oh, yeah, everywhere. It's metro too. But yeah. like here in Mildura, um, I found that 
I just basically hassled the editor at the Sonosia Daily until he gave me a job. Yeah, right. I just annoyed him and annoyed was him. Was that Jason at it the was, time? Yeah, was it was, yeah, Jason Shields. <laughs> yep, so I was just Bless like – Bless him. I would send him emails and be like, what if I write about this? This person's <laughs> doing something cool. This person in Robinvale just opened this. this I'm glad cool. I'm not the only one that does that to oh, him. Oh, no, He I must get sick him. of me. Him and Mitch, poor Mitch, during the fo- especially during the footy season. Yeah. They must get absolutely sick of me. Jade, that's enough. That's enough. I don't, think, enough. So. I don't mm. think so. I just um, I just annoyed him and annoyed him. And finally I got a job uh, writing their advertorials, the Sonoja Daily's advertorials, just part-time. Yeah. And I was happy. I was like a foot in the door. This is great. So I did that. Um, and then before long, Jason offered me the, the day that I wasn't working in advertorials. He offered me that in the newsroom, yeah. which was just one day, and I, I took it. And within a couple of months of that, he was like, right, come over full-time as a journo. Wow. And I was like, but I haven't gone to uni. I don't know what I'm doing. Can I really do this? And he was like, yeah, you can. Sometimes I think, um, and Jason would probably agree with this, if you can get someone that hasn't been through the university system and you can train them the way you want them, better. He did say that to me. He said – you, like people sort of either have the writing or like creative side mm. to them or they don't. Mm. Um, and he, he did say that to me early on. He was like, I'm really surprised at how well you write for someone who isn't trained. Yeah. Um, but they definitely taught me how to write in the new style, yep. um, you know, and how to sort of suit what they do um, yep. at the paper. But he, I think he was just a little bit blown away with like how many people I knew mm. and I was constantly just <laughs> Mate, you're a salvo. <laughs> I was constantly hassling him about like we need to put more Robinvale stuff in the paper. Yeah. Robinvale people want to read the Sonoja Daily too, but there's mm. never anything relevant in there for them. Mm. And he just kind of gave in eventually and was like, fine, <laughs> go down to Robinvale, come back with like five stories. Yeah. And I was like, mate, I'll come back with ten. You don't understand how yeah. many cool things happen down there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of that was my shot, I suppose, to not put Robinvale on the map but you know, to talk about the, the thing, because back then there was no Val podcast. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really anything sort of. There was Robin the Sentinel. Centric. But yeah, that the was, Sentinel, But yeah. that was for Robin Vale people, not necessarily. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the Sonosia Daily running Robin Vale stories, um, it kind of put Robin Vale in the spotlight a little bit mm. of the wider Sonosia community mm. and reminded them that Robin Vale's there. Yeah. And that we have cool things. Yeah. I say we like I still live there. I feel like I That's still fine. live there. You do still – your spirit still lives there. I still say home. Yeah. Good. I still say, oh, like I'm going home good. this weekend and yeah. I'm going to Robinvale. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. We like that. How's Donna? She's good. Yeah, she's good. I she's don't see her as often there. as I should. Neither do I. Uh. <laughs> we. I was down there. We were down there for a wedding. Um, my best friend, Bianca. Oh, Bianca. Yeah, yeah, I saw the photos. I yeah. had actually dinner with Santina and John last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was amazing. Regal. Um, yeah, she said that. That was, was so lucky. Oh, it rained the night before, Ooh. absolutely pelted down, and it was an outdoor wedding um, and we oh, I was full panic stations but, like, trying to keep it calm for her because I was her maid of honour. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, no, it's going to be like, it's fine. Don't worry. It's going to not rain tomorrow. But I <laughs> couldn't couldn't say that with any authority. But mm. luckily um, it was beautiful. The club was incredible. Eastern they club. do a good job, don't they? The food yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Honestly. Kyle's been there for so long. I remember when Kyle had – I must have just come back from overseas and he had tellers in Swan Hill, yep. which still hasn't been turned into anything. It's an empty building sitting on oh, the corner. Oh, that's a shame. But, yeah, best of luck, though, for the Euston Club because yep. they've now got Kyle, who's an, a really good chef. 
that Great food, chef. the mm. food that we had, rivaled anything that I've had anywhere. Yeah. Oh, it that's was great. Fantastic. That's good. Yeah. That good was news. Really good. And the yeah. club with like the new renovations and the carpet, we stepped in and I just looked at Bianca and said, I don't even feel like we're in the yeah. club. Yeah. Guy's got that place rocking and rolling. Guy, and I want to say Nelson is his operations manager. I think. Is it Nelson? Nice. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How's my memory? Not it's coming back, Not finally. <laughs> wow. No, they were great. Oh, that's good. Mm. Good to know. Well, it's so nice to catch up with you really good today to at Mildura Living. <laughs> um, have you seen the latest issue? I have. I actually did some freelance writing for it. Oh, what stories did you do? I haven't seen it yet. It's sitting behind you, but I haven't yeah, picked it up no, yet. I did a story with Demi from Nirvana Life. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, so that's a really cool little business that um, she's opened. She's a naturopath. Oh. So she's very got like the whole, you know, reusable, sustainable products and things like that and nut butters and oils and all sorts of really cool things. Um down there and I was lucky enough to do that yarn with her and I really enjoyed it. Yay. Mm, it was really cool. Mm, um, you've also done a little yarn with with me. I think um, we talk often on this podcast about the fines that the cricket club dishes out. Mm. I think my husband's about to start getting stuck <laughs> with fines for his wife appearing in just about every publication, including Mildura Living this this month yeah. and Mildura Weekly. So thanks, Ash. Hi, Luke. Um, yes, <laughs> I, be sorry. I have done a yarn with um, Mayor Jane mm. Benham because mm. I <laughs> I still I, laugh when people call me Mayor. Sorry. I think it, it was just I think it's just a really good achievement. I think it's amazing what you've done. Um, you know, not a whole lot of political experience, and here you are as mayor of Swan Hill Royal City Council. Mm. Yeah, I know it's funny, really, isn't it? It's an achievement. It's yeah, a huge achievement. It is a bit of an achievement, I suppose. It all happened really relatively quickly. Um, but like you said before, it's I've got a real um need to put Robin Vale on the map because people just don't get it. Nah. People just don't because it's been such a quiet little. Overachieving town, mm. but underspoken about yeah, for so, so long, yeah. and it's such a huge contributor to our whole region's GDP. I was talking That's some it. figures at the Reba meeting last night, and people were like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we did the numbers a couple of years ago, yeah. and that this region, or oh, Swan Hill Rural City Council, 1.2 billion dollars in agriculture. That's what it, that's what agriculture contributes to our GDP. So. Um, yeah, it's not not, you shouldn't be. We shouldn't be surprised, no. but we should talk, we should tell these stories. So a hundred percent, and that's um, you know, there's a lot of like generational farming and and things like that that sort of happen in Robinvale. Mm. There's there's big businesses. Mm. There's really big businesses <gasps> that are just doing remarkable things. We have got, and McClendon and I used to talk about all this about this all the time. There are family farms in mm. Robinvale that have more turnover oh, yeah. than council do. Not surprising mm-hmm. at all. I oh, know. So what fix your own damn roads, though. No. <laughs> How good is that, though, for Robinvale to be known for that? And yeah. I think that's the kind of thing that, you know, locals want Robinvale to be known for. Mm. There's remarkable, amazing people, mm. you know, there that are just doing these really cool things. And it's a town that, you know, especially when you're a local and you've grown up there, you always think of it as home. Mm. And, like, I, I still think of it as home 100%. And I say to my partner all the time, I felt – safer living in Robinvale and leaving my door unlocked than I do in Mildura. Oh, 100%. I, I never, you know, I think sometimes maybe people 
if they haven't lived there, have this misconception that, like, it's scary or it's dangerous. And it's like, are you kidding me? You can walk down yeah. the street. You can send your kids down the street after school to walk down there by themselves and they're going to be safe and fine and completely, you yeah. know, it's all good. But yeah. I don't know. It's, um, I think that comes from history. I think it got mm. a bad rap during the 80s. Yes. Um, and it has – it's, you know, people – would always refer to it as Robin Jail. Oh Remember my that? god, I hate that term so, so much. Oh, we've changed it now. It's Rock and Vale. Oh, I'm so here for that. Yeah, I'm yeah, here for that. Get on board. One of my colleagues actually <laughs> asked me yesterday. Funnily enough, we were having lunch, and he said to me, "If you could pick any footy team for your son to play footy for when he gets older." Uh oh, this is going to cause a family feud, isn't it? Look, my partner's family are very much South Mildura. <clears throat> um, <throat> I am not. Well, I mean, you know. By default I am. But I said to him, I would want Joseph to play for Romba. Yeah. And he said, really? And I said, he goes, why? What What reason? And I said, because the multiculturalism he, you know, that he would experience is second to none. Mm. You know, he'll, he'll learn about different cultures and different backgrounds and, you know, things that – are really important, mm. um, you know, for for kids to learn and to know about and to be exposed to, and mm. the friends that he would make, and you know, like it makes me a little bit sad that I'm not raising him in Rockville. Yeah, to be and you know what, I'm the same, um, which is why I'm schooling my kids mm. in Robinvale, but um, even basketball, going to basketball yep. once or twice a week, people are like, Jade, how do you find time to still ref basketball? I'm like, are you kidding? This is community engagement, yes. as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Nowhere else apart from the footy club during the winter and the basketball association during the summer, do you get to mix with someone from every different cultural background that Robin Vale has? And you do. You really do. In that leisure centre, it's like a microcosm of Robin Vale and a a boiling pot for all of the different cultures Mm. there and they come together to play sport. And Such that's, a remarkable thing. It's, it it really is a remarkable is. thing. So I think um, I read a study a few years ago that was like said that Robinvale had the second most multicultural um, – was the second most multicultural town in Victoria at mm. the time. I would love to see new stats on that because I reckon we'd have to be – We'd nearly be at number one. 56 number one. different languages are spoken in Robinvale. Where else are you going to find that? Like that's amazing, <laughs> honestly. It's just yeah. – mm. it makes me proud. It makes me proud to be from Robinvale and it makes me proud to – have the association with it that I do and, you know, that my family is still there and it's still mm. home. And I think what you will do as mayor, I'm, I have no doubt that you're going to kick some serious goals. Well, when I've got friends in the media, oh, you, well, know, you know, that certainly helped. Hey, did you see Sky News on the weekend? I did. Did you? Yes, I did. Yes, oh, great. I did. Yes, I'm, I'm so very, glad. We are going to play that very, very soon <laughs> um, when Chalutz gets back because he wouldn't have seen it because he's a bit anti-Sky News, you know. Oh. He's He's one of those. But he's pro-Rob now, so. He's pro-Rob and he's anti-Sky News. <laughs> Ash, thanks so much. I'll let you get back to work and do what you've got to do. Thanks, but Jay. thanks for just sitting down and having a chat with me today. Thank you for having me. I know I'm not quite uh, the, the Donny Felwell of the podcast. <laughs> but Much better spoken. Yeah, and your speech, is, your speech is much better than Donny. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. He does all right. He, he goes does. all right. He does. <laughs> Take your game in a new direction, northwest or downstream to Robinvale with a brand new resort development, a magnificent 18-hole golf course, amazing food and entertainment in the clubhouse. It's a perfect spot for a quick getaway or extended golf trip. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort. Hey, Shaz, like page, what are they, page four or five, six? Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're page eight. I was close. Who's page eight? Did you, were you not listening just then? <laughs> you didn't hear a golf resort 
joking. Uh, no, I you're not. You are completely oblivious <laughs> to what's going on around you. Of course you. I know who Paige is. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How lucky are you? How lucky are we to have you mm. mm-hmm. and our pages? <laughs> are you awake? Do you need yeah. a moment? Do you want to just have a little snooze and come back? <laughs> you, see what you do. Are you do? okay? Am I making you nervous? No. <laughs> Go are you talk. intimidated by my beauty? <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. Um, So we're talking to you today about the summer issue of Mildura Living. Yes. And all of your wonderful advertisers Mm, that are in it. This is. um, We're very lucky. There is a very strong Robin Val flavour in this magazine, isn't there? there? I know. Um, And it all. Well, there's, there's that chick. Close to the front, but then there's the trip, the, the sisterhood of the travelling pants that came to Robin Vale, um, and we'll talk about these more with Tony later because she obviously knows the content. But as far as the, not saying you don't, she Sharon. knows more than me. <laughs> but as far as the advertisers go, there's there's quite a few Robin Vale advertisers as well. Yeah, it's good. So I have Robin Vale Golf Club, mm-hmm. and we have Pioneer Four. They've got a full page. They've got a full page. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Tasco we kind of consider also um, Robinvale because they're in Robinvale. Yeah, 100%. Um, we have the Euston Motel. Oh, okay. I, ho- I, miss- I haven't got to the back yet. Are they yeah. in the back? Yeah, they're in the accommodation. Okay. Um, They've been in there for a really long time. They have, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And I did know amazing. that. Yes. Hey, how was the launch last night? Oh, it, was, it was good. It was, was lots it? of fun. Always is lots of fun. And it was after eight months. Yeah. yeah eight since months. our last launch was eight months ago. So it was... It was amazing to actually catch up with everyone in the one room again. I'm um I'm sorry I couldn't get there, but you know I know you missed a good Tuesdays night. Tuesdays are council days, and then you know all sorts of other things. But yeah, Need they usually are. Reason. You're um is that what is that why you're struggling a bit today? Or I'm not struggling. I've got, I've got <laughs> oh. all these. I'm about to go out and deliver all the magazines to oh. all the supermarkets and news agents. So, yeah, <laughs> really. So you're yeah. not so only the sales got- rep, you're the delivery boy as well. Yeah. Oh. For you. <laughs> awesome. So now that this is out, it's all about hampers for Christmas. Is that right? Oh, well, we get a lot of Christmas hampers. And last and yesterday we happened to get 46 hamper orders that needed to be out. So we did that before Whoa. today because today's delivery day. And once the magazine's out, we are go, go, go. 46 so orders in one day? Out. Yeah. Are these so all good. like corporate orders? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not all of them. There is a few others that go out to individuals and we get a lot because we've just done a new Christmas hamper as well. Oh. So we get a lot of orders for the Christmas hamper, which now has a Christmas cake in it. Yeah, and and the tea towels? Yeah. yeah, the tea towels. The tea towels look great. This mm. is the first time I've seen the Robin Vale Euston so one. so popular. This is so cool. Yeah. I need to get a couple of these because guess what people are getting from yeah, for, Christmas, for Christmas from me. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool, aren't they? Yes. The windmill's a good touch. I didn't see that last time. Did I? I didn't mention it last time because I remember listening to the listening back to the podcast and picking up on the um, the goanna and the what else was I talking? I can't even remember now. Carrots. The carrots and the uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you do listen to me. Yeah, you are awake. Yeah, good for you. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so that's they're terrific. Yeah. So we are hopefully going to be able to buy them in Robin Vale. Soon. We just yeah. have to confirm a few things. But right now you can order them online, yeah, can't Mildura. you? Mildura Hamper Company. So yeah. if you go onto the Mildura Hamper Company website, you can order hampers, you can order tea towels. Yeah, you can order. Or you can pop, or you, yeah, you can pop into Tilly's or Stefano's Cafe. Stefano's Cafe, yeah. yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, I know Jussie's just gone on maternity leave, but hopefully Loft and the Jack or mm. the Robin Bell Bridge Motel. Yeah. 
That would be terrific. All right. What else is happening since this has come out? I mean, it feels like it's all let up. Do you get a little bit like, oh, oh that's probably where I'm, yeah, that's probably why I look like I'm asleep because it's more of a, oh, it's out and yeah. it looks amazing and yeah, it we're does. really happy with it. The cover's The cover's beautiful. beautiful and very Christmas. Beautiful. Nice, um, nod to Christmas on there. Which Whose is, photo is this? Darren? That, that oh, is Corey um, Yeah, Corey mm. Brown from Vision House. <gasps> and the house is built by one of our clients, which is White Houses. So it's nice to, yeah. Oh, that's Abby White yeah. and her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I do Abby know more Jordan. people up you here do. than I think yeah. I do. So it's down at the golf course. Right. Beautiful, beautiful yeah, home. Yeah, right. Nice Sorry? Oh, yes. Ah, is that is that Tracy and Nick's house? Yeah. On the golf course? Yeah. Oh, their dream home. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. In as we speak. Oh, wow. How beautiful. How beautiful. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks. We're up. Well we think it's done. Amazing. And um, what else has been happening over the last week that you need to fill me oh, in on? Look. I always think you know more than I know, and I'm like, what's she? I was, I was going to say, don't give, me a look. don't give me a look. I'm actually just asking if there's any any news, any gossip you have to fill us in on. Well, no, no gossip. No gossip. But I don't want gossip. I want fact. Yeah. We've, got, we've always got a lot going on. Yeah, clearly. The, it's always a madhouse in the background. In here. Mm. It's always a madhouse in here. It's never not something No, going on. it's never quiet, is no. it? Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. Well, congratulations. Thank well you. done. I'll let you go and do thank your you deliveries. To everyone who does support the magazine, to all our yeah. advertisers. Mm. We couldn't do it without them. That's, you know, what no. makes, it, oh, makes it work. Those. I wish you hadn't have shown me that because I was convinced I wasn't going to have Saluna dumplings today and now you've just shown me that and gone, oh, maybe I could. Yeah, maybe I could. Yeah. The dining out, um, this is really handy too, I think, just for, you know, this time of day when you're like, oh, what will I have for lunch? Oh, I flick through it yeah. often when we're thinking about where to go for dinner. did it the other night. We were all talking about where we would go for dinner and – the curry and tandoor big ad in oh, the front. How beautiful yeah. does that look? Yes, and also our expat Gosh. at the back mm-hmm. is one of the co-owners. Sorry, this not one? our expat, our My Heritage. Our My Heritage is Dalminda Singh Gruel, and he is a co-owner of Curry and Tandoor. Oh, right. Yeah. And lovely, lovely family. Oh, wonderful. Yes. so they've done it really Yeah, well. that actually really made me want to amazing. eat Indian, Indian food. And I haven't had Indian for a long time because husband doesn't eat it. Mm. Oh, he, he might doesn't, if he goes there. Mm, he doesn't like spice a hell of a lot, doesn't yeah. react well with him. Mm. Hmm. It's not that spicy, a lot of it. It's actually quite mild. See, if I, you love a good, mild. I love good spice. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't you? No. Oh. I think I do. What I we did talk about earlier when you walked in here, though, was trifle and about how mm. you – and I think I'm un-Australian in my mm. – I think it might be. She doesn't like trifle. No, I don't like trifle. To me, it's just soggy cake. Oh, but that recipe no, – that recipe looks that, amazing. Yeah. So yeah it does look amazing. Preston trifle – Oh, that's a Matt, oh, Matt Preston. Mm. Melba. Let's not talk about that too much because we're going to talk about it with Tony in a minute mm. because this is the the special guest chef that I wasn't allowed to talk about <laughs> for the last month. So on that note, yeah, we will – yeah, you can I'll go leave now. Some Bye. <laughs> now it's time to talk about some of the features in the summer issue of Mildura Living Magazine. I'm sorry, Tony, I have to say issue. <laughs> 
can't help it. It's a really bad bad habit. How are you, Tony? Yeah, good. Somewhat more relaxed now or yeah, no? a lot more relaxed now. Um, the last week or two has probably been a bit crazy. Mm, mm. Massively crazy, I would yep. expect. But the result is oh, beautiful. Yeah, we're really happy with it. We love beautiful. the cover. And it's the first time we've had a Christmas tree on the cover too, I think. Is it? Yeah. In 10 years, you've never had a Christmas tree on for, so. for summer. I don't think we have, have we? I don't no. remember. That's a beautiful Christmas. Is that real? Is it? Sharon's nodding. A real tree. No, it's not, but mm. it's a 14-foot Christmas tree. The room, that room is amazing. You walk into it and it's just, yeah, the ceiling is so high. It's the White Houses yeah. built it and she has a 14-foot Christmas tree. Wow. Tracy Cadis. Yeah. Yep. She's and tall enough to be able to decorate it too. Well, I reckon she'd need a ladder. Probably need a ladder, yes. Her, her husband certainly wouldn't be tall enough. <laughs> poor little Nick. <laughs> I can call him poor little Nick. Well, I don't actually know Nick. So. Oh, don't you? No, I do. But I, I know Tracy. She was lovely. <gasps> we went there and did the shoot and, um, yeah, it was great. Oh, wonder. I have heard Luke, my husband, has stayed there on a golf trip because Nick was still playing pennant for Robin Vale up until last year, I think. Okay. And I think they stayed there one night after they'd played Mildura. Ah. And he said it, the house is phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just putting a pool in at the moment. So. Oh, half their luck. Yeah. Now let's talk about, I mean, there's some beautiful ads in the front and I'm always into, oh, and Chalutz is walking in, nice shoes. Um, so let's talk about some of the features in the, this well, you were you did mention Matt Preston earlier, and I know he's yeah. not a Mildura local, but he does love Mildura. He's got a bit of a soft spot for it and loves all the produce that we have here in our region, not just Mildura. So he was the secret chef that I wasn't yeah, allowed to talk about. You did point out he's not a chef. So no, he's not know, a chef. He's bought out a recipe book and he's on MasterChef, so, you know. He's also a TikTok star. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, and this is something I've only recently discovered because I'm not huge into TikTok, but the podcast does have a TikTok. And every now and then I'll sit and watch it, and he is—he's got a huge following oh, on well, TikTok, check that which out. is not that I'm on TikTok very much either. Oh, much either. Mm-hmm. Neither my, is my Charlie, is. but. Mm-hmm. Oh, your husband is. Is he really? <laughs> we're not going there. <laughs> oh, come on. Can we go there a little bit? No. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. He'll start That's getting right. phone calls again, and then I'll be in trouble. Did he get phone calls after the last time? No, only after the. Um, Melbourne Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, did he? Text, text started coming in. <laughs> that's good though. You know why? Well, you I, know it's working. Exactly. Yeah. You know people are exactly. listening people to people it. people are listening. And I always say when we look at the analytics, for every one download it's about four people because if people are listening to it in the car and that rings true because of the yeah. amount of feedback we get and texts that people yes. get after we've spoken about things that may or may not be spoken about yeah. in a public forum. <laughs> <laughs> like Grant's affection for the Melbourne House wives um but this is like that the colors in the magazine also yeah i've only had a really quick flick through because it's only come out today um but the colors yeah there's a lot of color in it that that photo of matt's beautiful that was um supplied to us yeah that is beautiful it is gorgeous Mm. um but the colors in that um uh gift layout that we did as well Yes. Can we talk about the gift layer? Yeah, well, that's all local. So what we do with that is we have a day dedicated to um, a photo shoot in our studio in here where we're sitting. Yep. And um, photographer comes in and we just basically in the morning, Sharon and I will go out and just grab bits and pieces that 
we like around local shops. And so do you go and here. buy all of these no, things? or they All the local bring businesses them in? just mm. lend them to us. So wow. we walk out with bags and bags of stuff. It's like you're doing Christmas shopping but yeah. you have to give it back. <laughs> but it's good fun. That's and, um, great that businesses will do that yeah. though. And out of that too, we often end up buying stuff because we think, oh, that would be perfect for so-and-so mm. or you ha- have it in here and the photographer this time was Darren and Darren will say, oh, I'll get that for so-and-so. And yeah. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Um, and I was actually looking at like the mower, and I know we don't really mow our own lawns, but during the summer we could absolutely use one of those. Oh, I heard you were looking at the matching bathers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I've ever worn a bikini in my life, and I know that Christmas is the time for rolled roasts and pork roasts and such, but no. I think I think Sharon has full pieces too. She's got some. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, well, the full piece. About okay. me. Yeah, she's got the best bathers in there. And yeah. the pants, the red shorts are Doug Haynes. Yeah, Luke could um, Luke could use some mm. more. So he's lost about 15 kilos, my wow. husband. So he probably does need some new clothes. Bless his cotton socks. Mm-hmm. Um, Deacon, Mo- do they, Deacon Motorcycles sell push bikes? Yes. Do they? Yes, and they um, you take it back in and they'll service it and everything too. What, the bike bikes? The yep. push bikes? Push bikes. Need servicing? Well, they need really? the tyres checked and, you oh. know. That's good yeah. because, uh, you know, Mr. Three is adamant that he wants a motorbike. Ah. Mr. Three cannot touch the ground on a little Honda okay. CRF just yet. So mm-hmm. maybe he needs a bigger push bike. Um, but that's so, yeah, that's really yeah, interesting. So they've got full range of bikes right up to adults. And, and the motorbike. How are they with motorbike stock? Have you been in there recently? I haven't been in there recently, but um, Sharon, I think Sharon was in there. So. They, I, know I know they sell people, Honda. A lot of people are struggling with the stock, aren't mm, they? Mm. Mm. And I considered buying a green motorbike uh, pre-COVID and didn't and now can't justify the cost, first of all, but probably yeah. couldn't get what I wanted now without a big long wake. Uh, wait. <clears throat> wake. Mm. What? There's plenty of men's gifts, Charlie. I need to buy something for thirty bucks. And you know what? We don't. We now don't. We don't differentiate between female 30, and male. Thirty bucks. Yeah, but we don't differentiate between what's a male gift and what's. I thought you were all about inclusivity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Buy a tea towel. You know what, Charlie? Here's the perfect gift for you: the tea towels. No, you know what? And I'll be I'll be completely honest with you, even though you are off mic at the moment. Tea towels are the best, especially where women are concerned, and even men who own their own house houses. Tea towels are the best gift. And it's become quite a thing in our family where we give each other tea towels all the time from wherever we've been. Oh, so it's like the spoons of the yeah. 2000. And- My nan was a big spoon collector. Mm. We've still got all of her spoons. Yep. It's probably worth thousands These are more now. use than spoons because yeah. you can use them. And- well, we would never use the spoon collection. No, but but the, tea towels, the tea towels. And you display and they, them. they're good tea towels. We've used them. They're nice and... yeah. And you quite often hang your tea towels out. If you've got visitors coming, so I'll bring out like some of the Italian tea towels and put them there. Go, oh, yes, because there's a story attached to them yeah. usually and always something to talk about. So they're actually a really good and much appreciated gift, Charlie. Oh, yeah. So there you go. We've um, used them to wrap things in too so you can actually wrap your present in a tea towel. Oh, great idea. Yeah. Now can we just quickly talk about the hampers? Yep. You're doing lots of hampers. We sure are. We always do this time of year, but yesterday was 40-something orders. Wow. And um, there's corporate ones as well. So, you know, we've got we've just done our new range on the website, mm-hmm. so you can get on there and have a look. And, um, yeah, we, we know we'll be flat out now. Wow. 
Yeah, you will. So, yep, yeah. always the next two weeks because we've got two weeks until we shut for Christmas. So How long do you shut for? Uh, this time we're shutting for nearly three weeks. Oh, how nice for you. Oh, it'll be lovely. Are you going away? I am. Oh, where uh, are you hopefully, going? Uh, hopefully going to Kangaroo Island where oh. Grant's family's from. Fingers crossed. Yeah, mm. we're just still sort of toing and froing with what we have to do to get. So I was going to say, so. so the rules now you have to have a test, a negative test three days within three days of crossing the border. Then you have a test at Yamba. Yeah. And then you have to you have to isolate until you get a negative result. Is yeah. that right? Yep. And then what about coming back? Uh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't think there's any restrictions coming back. Coming back. Is, no. Quite happily it's South Australia yeah, that are causing South Australia, yeah. yeah. But Gosh. the problem we have is that we're going over um, our, our point of destination incorporates a um, boat ride with 200 people on the ferry. Oh. So I don't know how that works. Oh. We'll no doubt find out. Yeah. yeah. And the rules will probably change in the next two weeks anyway. Yeah, so. I would anticipate they would. There's a fair bit in the news today about yeah. how inhumane can, is yeah. the, the word that's been thrown around yeah. about how. Well, yeah. people are, I mean, even our office is people that were going to go to South Australia for Christmas mm. break mm. straight after Christmas. They've now changed. They're going to Melbourne. Yeah. Just too hard. It's yeah. too hard. And there's a lot of talk about that too, that there's a lot of business that won't go to South Australia because mm. people just can't be bothered with all of the, you know, what yeah. they have to do. Yeah. I, and you know what though? As And I haven't been to Adelaide for, oh, gosh, years. Um, but was in Melbourne after quite a long hiatus due to COVID over the last 12 months. Was there last week with Charlie. Yep. Um, Melbourne's looking really well. Like I've never been so happy to be back in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it, there's a lot of fun. Like Fed Square's really well decked out yeah. and it's just – it's a good time. I know it's hard if you've got family that you want to see in South Australia. Yeah. Bring them here. Yep. Bring them here. I know there's plenty to do no, here. They, yeah. They have to do the same when they go yeah, but when they go back, that's fine. Whatever. Worry about that then. But it, at least with Victorians going over there, it's not – the rigmarole around being together for Christmas is taken away. If they can come here, celebrate and whatever, and then reset when you go back or whatever, just take an extra week off because it could take you a week to yeah. be right. Yeah. yeah. On that Melbourne trip, so mm. Melbourne's always fun when you're on a winning streak too. <laughs> yeah, but we can't talk about the, the, oh. the winning streak yet. We can, we can talk about some other stuff. Okay. We might talk about that with – yeah, we did go to Chin Chin. That was that was oh, really nice. Yeah, cool. yeah, that was lovely. Thank I can't you. tell. You know what? They they didn't make me sign an NDS. Oh, okay. They and they said to us as we were leaving, you can tell one or two loved ones. On a podcast, exactly on a podcast. Um, but if they have big mouths, maybe don't tell okay. them. All right. Well, so. Um, oh, anyway, we'll cover that with yeah, with yeah, Charlie yeah. later because he was in the audience. But um, beautiful. Yeah, it was it was an interesting trip, and I've got to go back this weekend too. But I'm flying this time. Wow. It's just such a long drive, a long arduous drive along the highway. Um, but now let's talk about quickly uh, some of the Robinvale features in I know this there, issue. There is a lot of Robinvale in this. There one, is a lot which of Robinvale in this you one. Know, share the love. Um, next time we go down to Robinvale, we want to spend more of a focus on probably Euston. Yep. So next time we're down that way, um, there is a story on Jade in this one, which is great. Charlie's disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> There's also – I'll get to that one in a minute, actually. Mm-hmm. There's um, the story on our trip down there. Yes. Yeah, and then there's the story on the cricketers. <laughs> yeah. The, um, oh, the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. Let me, I did e-mark. There it is. 
How much do you think they should be fined, all of three of them, oh, for that? Oh, yes, I heard about this. Yeah, because the so they they have fine sessions every week to raise money for the end-of-season trip, and it's $5 for local papers. This is a seasonal glossy magazine, and they're – At least 50 bucks each. I would have thought so, at least 50 bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. Good photos, though, hey. Yeah, guess oh. who took them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says yes before he goes, oh, hang on, Jade will have taken those. <laughs> Do you think that looks a little bit Anchorman-ish? <laughs> News team, assemble. <laughs> see, now you'll just have to buy the magazine so you can see, you so can see exactly what I'm talking about and make fun of them as well. But it is a beautiful issue, Tony. Well done. Thank Congratulations. You. Just on the cricket. We've got, yes. also got... Oh, yeah, Rian. Yeah, Rian Donnell. Um, So taking cricket to a whole other level. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, And there's actually – there's a photo in here that she sent us too. There's three of the um, Sunraysia girls. Which is so good. Lowe's, Tegan Parker and Rhea Donnell. Which is so – that's awesome. It is, isn't it? Yeah. The the emergence now of – Females in yep. typically male sport, sport. Exactly. is so it's good, and women's cricket is really easy to watch. Yep. Unlike the AFLW, which is still a little bit—I mean, it had a slow start, and the skill level's still not quite there, and it can be a hard watch. Women's cricket yeah, amazing. is amazing, mm. and it had, but women's cricket. Granted, has been around a long, long yeah. time, but the skill level of these girls coming yeah. through now is amazing. Yeah. So. And also these guys, which I, I don't know whether they have a Robinvale connection to or whether they don't, but it's the Piscanary oh, yeah, family. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, yeah, they certainly do. Yeah. In fact, Piscanaries so, are all the way down to Swan Hill. Yeah, so Larry's mm. Prosciutteria. Do you like yeah. my pronunciation on yeah, that? Oh, well. no. Yeah, yeah you've I've done really well. I've been practising for yeah. three months. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Usually it takes three times for trying to pronounce. I go, oh, it's Larry's Cantina. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a beautiful photo. That's a beautiful is. photo. So, it? yeah, Miranda, Anna and um, Cosy came last night. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the whole team did last night. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful big family photo. But the one of the three over on the on the feature page is beautiful. That's yeah, a great shot. Is. And it's a great place. Yeah. You get a chance. I haven't yet, but I know what happens when you tell me to visit places. Yeah. I become a little obsessed and yeah. overdo it. You can go there and play. Oh, oh yeah. Watching. Yep. That's awesome. So it is, it's a fantastic place. It's well worth a visit. And, and they've got you know. some Robin, but the little gems, Robin yeah. Bale Estate on the shelves as well. Yeah. yeah. They've got the little Fiat inside. and Of course they have. Vespa. Of course they have. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, the Mundura Living Summer Issue is out now. You can get it at all the regular places or subscribe on the website, mulduraliving.com.au. Beautiful. Thank you. Has 8,000 residents and amazingly, not a single pub. It's been six years since the iconic pub was ravaged by fire, and the locals are tired of being burdened with an unwanted claim to fame the largest Australian town without a watering hole. The aerial shots tell a sad tale. You've heard of the pub with no beer. Welcome to the town with no pub. Robin Vale population around 8,000 and not a single traditional watering hole. Robin Vale would be the biggest town in Australia that hasn't actually got a pub. It is un-Australian. Have a town of 8,000 people with no pub is just un-Australian. The Robin Vale Hotel suffered major fire damage in mid-December 2015. It was sold as is in a literal fire sale 
the Melbourne investors who bought it are refusing to sell or redevelop the site. It was bought by an investor after it was burnt down. That person won't sell it at any reasonable price now. Uh, so it's stuck there as a, a burnt-out shell in the middle of what is a, a beautiful town. Jay Benham, the local mayor, is growing increasingly uneasy. It's really disappointing. Um, we've got the remnants of a pub that burnt down five years ago um, and the community has rallied together and there is the basis here that we could have a brilliant community-based uh, pub like down the road in Sea Lake and they're all popping up all over the place. The, the amenity and the, the scenery, it's an eyesore. So imagine what a beautiful... And it was a great pub in its heyday. Um, it was a great pub up until the night it burnt down, unfortunately. So if we could rebuild it, not only would that give a bit to community morale. It's clear patience here is running out. There's something brewing amongst the thirsty locals. I don't know what's going on. It's been like this for years. Yeah. It's a bit of a worry, actually. I mean, you've got to have a local to go to, don't you? It's a town this size. It's, it's about an Australian record not to have one. Town with no pub. It's left on the corner. There's nothing being done about it. It's got a bit of fencing around it, falling apart. It's an eyesore. It's a big hole left in the in the main street, and and used to be a, a feature of a, any any um, photo of Robin Bar, yep. but it's not any longer. Yep. In the meantime, the mayor's just waiting for any breakthrough, however small. The the current owners are not local, which is an issue because when you're not local and you don't see the frustration and the angst that it causes within the community, then you're less likely to be motivated to do anything with it. So to not have a pub to go to after that does bring everyone together, is really quite demoralising. Mark Stevens, Sky News. Right, do you want to have your little laugh now? <laughs> I just like What's your... so funny? I just like the way you, uh, you, you were frustrated <laughs> and then the way you were just waiting and you were looking. It was great. Yeah, well, they were directing me with what to do. Yeah. You have to imagine most um, of the people watching that don't know me. glad you're kind of good at quiz shows because you'd be no good as an actor. <laughs> Yeah, thanks very much. I could take direction, though. That was like well, the walk was, yeah, you know, right. that walk in front of the pub was like three takes. They got oh, me to do that right. three times and that's and the that best that was the bit. best one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go on. uh, anyway, but like, hang on. Can we focus on the positives here and getting a bit of national exposure oh, yeah. for Robin Vale and the state of the pub? I don't know that any action will come about from it just yet, but... Well, what are the see. chances of the owners actually seeing that? Like mm, Slim to none, probably. Mm. But someone may, and they may bring it up with... Who, know, who knows? Yeah. Um, but something's got to be done about it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And when Mark Stevens asks you, to, asks you to, to come on one of his <laughs> news stories, you just go, okay. Is that what he was here for? Yeah. Just talk about the pub. No, and he did a story the week before with um, Boydie and Tony Natale yeah. about labour and getting getting the ability oh, to get workers and, and yeah. the upcoming season and all that kind of stuff because he's a, he's the Sky News regional reporter now. Not a sports reporter anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the only way I'm ever going to be interviewed by Mark Stevens, yeah. certainly not for my athletic prowess oh, or lack know. thereof. I feel like he could take up long balls. <laughs> no, oh, God. I oh, know no, your knees are no good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my knees are fine now. Oh. They just hurt when it's going to rain. Yeah, mm. oh. I like. I just like things that get my heart rate a little more elevated than oh. lawn bowls. It can get exciting, you know that. What lawn bowls? Do yourself a favour. Um, no thanks, Molly. I'll um, be fine. Fine. He's dead. Hey, Molly's dead, isn't he? No. Oh. 
Oh, no, Are you Michael, joking? Michael Kedinsky. Michael Kedinsky yeah, died right. and Bert died. Molly is the yeah, only yeah, thing yeah. that the Australian music industry is holding on to right now. But he's, he's, he's not well. Didn't he's he? been very, very sick and he's getting old. Yeah. Like he had that fall. Remember at the front of his house yeah, in he Richmond? He fell off a ladder. I don't think he ever really old recovered from that. should never do it. No, well, I don't. Like, Public service announcement. If you're over the age of 45... Don't get up a letter. Now, now, while we're on public service announcements, I want to have a chat to you about something. And this is not a dig or whatever because I understand that the ambulance service is under-resourced, blah, 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 blah. However, Monday night at basketball we had an incident where a young girl, uh, and, and this was a member of my team, it was a really rough game and I felt like I was a bit of a target, if I'm honest. Like I copped one in the chin. You probably still see the bruising. Anyway, um, I just kind of get on and get up and get yeah, on with the job. Yeah. But Jada got pushed over a couple of times and hit her head twice. The first one, she kind of went, oh, God, my head really hurts. The second time, I was quite worried because her eyes rolled back in her head. She didn't lose consciousness, but she was clearly upset and she was groggy and she was really pale and all that kind of stuff. I rang an ambulance because all I heard then was, you've had a head injury, call an ambulance. And I did initially say, keep an eye on her for a couple of hours because the ambos could be a long time, blah, blah, blah. Maybe don't call an ambulance yet. Wait and see how she pans out because, you know, whatever. Um, We ended up calling an ambulance anyway and waited for like an hour. Then they called me back because I was the one that called them while everybody else attended to Jada because I don't do that, you know, closeness and Comfort. Yeah. I'm not very good at that. Just ask my kids. Um, but they called me back after like an hour and said, oh, look, you know, asked her some clinical questions and the guy that called me back was really good and went through it and chatted to her and said maybe it's safe to put her in the car yourself and take her up to the hospital, which we did. But given that we're a town of 8,000 people, mm. That's a worry to me. Like what happened? What happens if there was – like this wasn't a life-threatening situation. We thought it was an emergency initially, but, again, after, you know, an hour or so, she'd start, not really started to come good, but she'd stop. She, she was really trembling too, and I don't know whether she was just cold because it can be cold in that studio, but it was it was a bit confronting. Um, but what happens if someone had had a heart attack? Well, I know we've got a defib, but – Yeah, this also goes back to filling out your census. Yeah, again, yeah. Because as far as AV's concerned is, you know, resource-wise, mm. why would they want to put a heap of resources into a town of 3,000 people when mm. it's really 8,000 people? Mm. So one of the questions I was asked on Monday night was, don't the AMBOs just go halfway and get met by a mil- – they don't do that, do they? Uh, sometimes. Depends how oh, busy we are up Okay. Here. Right. And depends what kind of patient – like if the patient's crook-crook, mm. uh, it's all about continuity of care. So. Yeah. Uh, the, the Rumbo Ambulance will take you all the way through. Mm. But if you're not too crook, they'll try and get you a halfway. Mm. Right. And then swap over. And then swap over. On the side of the road. Mm. Mm. That in and of itself, I would have thought, is a bit of an issue. Well, it's it's, it's better than uh, the alternative. Well, it's of, better than not having yeah. an ambulance or any paramedics in town. Because yeah. I know uh, the, my first port of call after I got off the phone with them was I'll text Nordo and see if it's him. Tried to do the quick math and and then Emma. Emma was at home. She can't do overnights now because she's so violently sick because she's pregnant. She's having another baby. She's so violently sick. sick. Her ability to do CPR is inhibited so she's not doing overnights. But she did. When I texted Emma, she goes, I'll come over and keep it. I'm like, dude, you're not working. Don't stress. Yeah. And it took me three or four times to convince her to stay at home with her child and not come. Like if you can't work, then don't come over. You know, God love her. Um 
But I was just like, Jesus, what happens if someone had a, had a heart attack or a car accident mm. and we're waiting for over an hour only to be called back and saying, mm, Ambo's probably not going to come. Pretty sure if it was a car accident, uh, there'd be people, there'd be a chopper there before that. Well, you'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what would happen though? Yeah. Okay. It, it does. It's happened before. Yeah. yeah. But that's what, like, everyone at basketball was just like, geez, what happens if this was a high level emergency? And I kind of went, well, I don't know. And I don't yeah. know. Hmm. But if it's, they'll send a chopper from where though? Ah, uh, Bendigo. So. Right. How long does it, how long's the chopper flight from Bendigo? Uh, 40 minutes. Is that all? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. So that's quicker good, than though. getting a car from Mildura. Yeah. That's if it's dispatched straight away though. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it's just it is annoying because there's mm. not much you can do about it. No, there's not much, but because it's the whole thing about sitting around and wait. Like you, we don't know when jobs obviously are coming in, mm. and it happens in Bulgaria as well. Mm. Like people are waiting for for a while. And it also took me, and I this was I should have known at the time. It took ten minutes to get through on Triple O, Triple O for the Triple O operator what? to get me to through. Answer. No, no, they answered, but then to get AV to answer, to patch me through to Ambulance Victoria, took a good 10 minutes. They just weren't picking up, and I was like, oh, Jesus, okay. I feel like that maybe should be noted somewhere. Yeah, I feel like it should be noted too, because that's not okay. That's that's not Ambulance Victoria, that's Esther, so they're a separate company that we outsourced to. God, well, that, like, again, Mm. and no one had done any triage at this point, what if that was yeah. like a heart attack or a stabbing or a, you know, not to be go straight to doomsday, but things can happen. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if it was lo- life in danger type stuff and it yeah. took me 10 minutes to get through on the switchboard before yeah. any triage, that's a problem. That's something you probably should follow up with. Mm. Who do I follow up with? Well, you put the complaint into AV and then they, 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 they investigate it. I hate putting complaints in. Well, you can have you to. do it? No. <laughs> I don't know the details. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, it probably should, and it's not. Again, I hate putting complaints in, but I it's, know, but that's the only way things. The, you know, the old squeaky wheel. Yeah. So. Mm, well, someone should know about it, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode, Charlie. Oh, sorry to end on a downer. Could have been better. Yeah. Well, sorry. Have you got anything more positive to contribute? Um, I'm trying to think. Hmm. No. Uh, Christmas is well, coming up. What are your plans for Christmas? Um. Well, it's kind of annoying. What? Uh, I'm you got work? working from eight till six on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Good pay though. Same. Oh, is it? Yeah. Built Triple rate, time mate. and a half. Built in rate. Oh, is it? Yeah. Rolled in rate. We don't get any difference. Really? Unless you guys are on like quarter of a million up, dollars a year. Unless you're picking up a, an overtime shift um, uh, on those public holidays. Yeah. But who's going to want to work overtime no, on right. Christmas Day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, just before we go, this ad in Mildura Living, which is on page like Somersault. six. Yeah. Is that what we're going to? Yes. We've got tickets to this. Yes. Okay, sweet. Because I looked at it and I went, oh, I think that's what I paid Charlie for, but I'm <laughs> not quite sure. You've got the ticket. I sent it to you. Have I? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, did I send it to Luke? Yeah, you probably sent it to Luke. I yeah. haven't got it. Um, that looks like a really bloody good gig, though. I'm yeah. glad we, and, um, I'm glad you bought tickets. Jessica Malboy's coming, too. Uh, the hospital's doing That's something. not for that, though. That's uh, for the hospital yeah. festival, isn't it? I don't know what that's about. I haven't really read up on that. Aren't you on the board? No, the no you're the yeah. community advisory committee or something, aren't you? No, no, that's been done and dusted. Oh, is that over now? Yeah. Oh, so you don't have any input? Not huh. the hospital. Huh. Okay. Um, I did have uh, to send uh, Luke a text message. Why? Uh, someone was going to call him. I've Someone through Schmeck was going to call a few people. Right. That I'd given their numbers out. Yeah. And <laughs> Do you just give numbers out willy-nilly? Yeah, well, I thought I better Do you text ask me. people first before you well, give no, numbers out? No. <gasps> I do. So I texted uh, yeah. a few people and said, 
rude. <laughs> You're gonna get caught, and they're gonna say to Naomi, "This is not a joke." <laughs> <laughs> These people are serious. They want to organise something. <laughs> oh yeah, he read it to me yesterday. He goes, "If an Indian bloke calls you and says that he knows me, it's not a joke." <laughs> Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Mm. So anyway. So what's the point of your story? Oh, it's just it. something yeah. funny. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I had no animal fact. Uh, <laughs> another story brought to you by Charlie yeah. Albanese. Yeah. I know. Should Ciao. have been an animal fact. Oh. Find more local stories in Mildura Living Magazine. Summer issue out now.